0: previously on black creative healing
1: well first i just want to say thank you for the grounding exercise you're right we don't do that enough during the day i'm
2: definitely resonating with the theme of redefining for ourselves what creativity
3: is take a moment to check with yourself check in with your body with your intuition and see what it guides you to do
0: Welcome, 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 y'all, to part three of our conversation, Black Creative Healing Live, that was hosted at the Joint Conferences of the American and Canadian Academies for Child and Adolescent Psychiatry. I'm Natasha Thomas. You heard Adanike's voice a little bit earlier, along with her sister, Sala Webb, and one of the guests who attended our session at the ACAP-KCAP conference in October of 2022. We're excited to share with you the conclusion of our uh, presentation at that event, um, including an overview of a movement-based experience that we did. You won't get to hear the whole movement-based experience here, but subscribers to our new Patreon, I've actually got a video for you um, that walks you through the movement experience that you'll hear us describe in this episode. So subscribers starting at just $5 a month, you can get access to that video in your email inbox by the end of this week. Um, Ideally, by the time this episode drops, that video will be on the Patreon as well. So in these next portions of our conversation with the folks at the ACAP conference, you're going to hear us talk um, very briefly about the retreat. To get more details on the Black Creative Healing Retreat that happened in June of this year, we recommend going back and listening to part two of our retreat reflections to get more details, because essentially what we shared in the ACAP space was a recap of those episodes. So we're going to cut some of that out (laughs) to save time and space. But um, we love the soundscape that was created by Christian Patterson, the gentleman boss on Instagram. We're going to let that play in this space um, and then let you know how we close the space at ACAP. So here we go.
3: Yeah. And um, our next thing that's coming up is a video that we, a soundscape that we created with our participants and collaborators at the retreat we had, which Mistakenly I put July it was in June <clears throat> excuse me of this year. Mm-hmm. It was really cool but I'd like to share with you our soundscape and mm-hmm. uh, just to see what came up. It
2: was like a celebration. I'm going to do it a few times. Catch
3: it, come on, it. happened on a humbug. Make me a witness.
4: Make me a witness. You're going to create a, a statement of, of affirmation.
3: You know, just to record any sounds that are we'll meaningful
1: to, to you.
3: Goal here. Allow with maybe just coming naturally, going to create a, a statement of, of affirmation you know just to recording any sounds that yeah, are meaningful back. to you goal heres to kind of allow with maybe just coming naturally going to create a, a statement of affirmation. You know, just to recording sounds that are meaningful to you. Goal here is to kind of allow with maybe just coming naturally, you're going to create a statement of affirmation. You know, just to record any sounds that are meaningful to you. Goal here what wow, maybe just coming naturally and moment.
5: filled with music and song. It's just through when I think about music, I think about the, the power of singing as a freedom technology.
0: At the end, I heard those harmonies, y'all come through. <laughs> I love it. Oh. Yeah. But yeah. So that was an example, like just like a distilling. I still get like goosebumps from it because it was such a wonderful weekend. And we're going to do it again. So, mm-hmm. any of y'all that are in this room, you know, we, yeah, yeah, we have a, a website, blackcreativehealing.com, where we sort of like try to connect all the pieces of all the things we do across all of these social media spheres, music therapy spheres, other expressive spaces. Um, and through that website, you can click on the, there's a button that says black only spaces um, because that's what the retreat was. We we were very clear in folks filling out the form to enter the space that this was for folks who are self-identified as black or part of the African diaspora. Um, because we need those kinds of spaces sometimes, you know. There are other things that we do, like you know, this event. Technically, anybody could come into the room, yeah. you know, and be part of this, and that's that's cool and that's wonderful. And the podcast is open for anybody to enjoy. I've also got a Patreon page that anybody can enjoy. But that um, that black only space, which is nested in this program called Sutra, but basically all of our meetings happen in Zoom. Um, that that's a that's a space that's just for us. Sometimes mm-hmm. we need that. So this is a point where we can try to describe what happened Mm -hmm. in those uh, movement moments, because in order to put the audio recording in, it would have been a lot of music, (laughs) right? Um, we actually did a lot of moving. It was a solid chunk of time. And honestly, with all the sound issues that we had, I was stepping away from the microphone and back to it and moving with everyone to give instructions. And it just wouldn't have been as good of a fit for the podcast. So we're going to sort of just describe it here. And like I said earlier, um, folks who subscribe to the Patreon, starting at just $5 a month, um, will get access to a video um, where I walk you through it in about like 10 12 minutes. So it's not as long or as in-depth as the experience we did at ACAP, but you sort of get a sampling um, of what was done there. But how would you describe what we did, okay.
3: Um, So I would describe the movement
4: as a very, oh, the word organic comes to mind. So like you gave us very clear prompts, you know, and I think they they built on themselves in terms of the, the level of physical engagement and the the risk of vulnerability that kind of came with mm-hmm. it so the first part you know you had to start against the wall like mm-hmm. all four limbs and back against the wall and we could only move one body part off the wall at a time mm-hmm. then two mm-hmm. then eventually we could step away from the wall and come back and then it just kind of built to like moving our bodies in space differently beginning with um maybe one or two body parts Mm -hmm. and then the whole body and then just doing everything like moving around in space as we moved more body parts so it was I love that it was sequential Mm -hmm. and it built on the level of expressivity and you know vulnerability that came with moving because I think by the time we got to the vibratory shake everything sort of movement people felt comfortable enough moving that nobody was judging. Nobody was giggling awkwardly. Mm-hmm. People felt like, oh, I can just do this to the music and it's fine. So, right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's, you summed it up really well. Cause I think in the, in the weighted movement is how we started, you know, with all of our limbs pressed against a wall and sort of imagining the wall as like your gravity point, you know? So as, mm-hmm. as a part of the body was invited to move away, it had to go back, you know? And I think that, right like doing that sort of thing, like you said, sort of helped everybody get comfortable in their own skin. You know, like I remember mm-hmm. just glancing around the room at that point And most people, you know, had their heads up against the wall so that their, their eyes are upwards or closed, you know, and people right. really sort of taking that moment to get comfortable with, okay, my body's moving. And I'm just letting it do its thing and I'm not judging it. Nobody else can see me, Mm -hmm. you know? And like you said, by the time people stepped away from the wall and we were doing like pendular types of movements or, you know, those shapes, making shapes with our bodies, you know, that each each new level invited a new level of comfort with people being around and seeing you move, you know? And by the time we were traveling around the room, it was, people were fun. There were giggles, there were smiles. Yeah. Yeah. It It
4: didn't seem awkward by the time we got to the fourth type of movement
0: yeah, by that shaking vibratory time everybody was everyone Mm -hmm. was feeling it you know so that was that was really cool and I think that sort of summary sets us up well for what comes next which is a processing where we sat down with everybody and just sort of processed Mm -hmm. what we
3: did Mm -hmm. it was wonderful to see people get more into the movement as Mm -hmm. we went along and just like I, I mean, there were times when I think a lot of us were in synchrony with each other, yes. the way we were moving yeah. and doing stuff. And then just this shared energy. I thought it was so beautiful. Yes. So thank you for being open to doing this. Yes. Yeah. What I found
2: helpful, too, that I never really thought of before was because, of course, we're science based in this room, right? Most of us. And so it was helpful. I didn't I never thought of movements in that way like you have okay a pendulum movement okay I know what that is and making shapes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because sometimes because to me that was very helpful versus like well just move (laughs) right because that's a little daunting for us you know Mm non-creative artistic Mm -hmm. types so but to have it like a okay this is a weighted movement and and the wall is your your gravity point, and yes, okay, yes. I can understand that. And making a shape, okay, I, I can understand that.
0: Yeah, cool. <laughs> I'm glad that was helpful. Other folks, other resonations, realizations, or questions? Having? Having? Yeah, or, or questions, anything. any of
1: it. Yeah. I was gonna say, I, I agree with you that having direction was really helpful and I think for me, because I'm having some temporary mobility issues, like I was worried, like how that was going to affect me. And so the reminder to listen to our bodies and, you know, I was worried about what limitations I might have, but by listening to my body, I found that I was able to fully engage even around, you know, whatever restrictions or limitations. And, and once I acknowledge that, I actually wasn't in my mind thinking about it anymore. What was the limitation is like there's so many options to engage that. Yeah, I could avoid the ones I I couldn't do and didn't feel restricted or limited by it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many options. So many options. Yeah, Thank you. I bet you got
1: creative with your (laughs) movement. I was very creative. I don't think I've ever thought about doing a circle or <laughs> right. a square or a pendulum. So yes, very creative. Yeah, Awesome. Very cool.
5: Um, I was just going to say, I appreciate just getting up to move. I feel like I don't recognize all the time from sitting most okay. of the day, especially at work, how much my body needs to move. Um, maybe not even just like exercise ways, but maybe more like direct ways of just like listening to music and moving my body. So I appreciate you guys leading us in that. Thank
0: you. I know you used to have dance breaks. That was like a New Year's thing that you did <laughs> for a while. I
3: did. Um, I don't know, like it was something that occurred to me as a way to honor my body, not not for weight loss, not for exercise. Five minutes a day, I would dance. And some days it was hard, but I, I did it for 30 days and I chose music that resonated with my spirit. So if I didn't feel like I was fully, you know, I'm upbeat and I'm I would choose slower music. I did classical, I did salsa, I did pop, I did all different kinds of genres. And some songs I used more than once for different days of emotions. This one song that I could use for really peppy movement, I could also slow down with it. So that was Mm -hmm. kind of cool. And and at first it was hard to do five minutes because that's the equivalent of like two songs, you know? But then I noticed on the days that I really just let myself go with the music and be in the moment. Well, when the second song was done, I was ready for a third and a fourth. And next thing you know, I just spent half an hour in my living room having fun. And I used to worry that my neighbors could see into like from, cause the apartment across the street could look in, but then it was like, well, who cares? I just And I didn't dance necessarily like, oh, I'm going to do what I saw Beyonce do in her video. It was just, if I wanted to wiggle, I wiggled. If I did want to do a dance, I learned in my African dance class. I did that. If I wanted to just, you know, I'm just going to spin in a circle, like whatever the movement felt like it was honoring my body. So you could start with a dance break just Mm -hmm. for fun. It doesn't have to be five minutes. It could be a one song dance break. You know, I liked to do mine at the end of the day. So like end of the work day. So not necessarily before bed, but just like I'm done doing what I have to do. This is something I want to do. So into the dance break. So Mm -hmm.
0: yeah. And even, you know, if you, if you do find yourself feeling adventurous and wanting to go into singing, you know, uh, in the future that you can start just as small in that way too. Mm -hmm. Like just inviting a sound on your exhale, you know, like, and just seeing what happens and can I sustain that sound for a while and see how long I can hold it and how many different things I can do with that one little sound, you know, like repetitive vocal gestures have value too, you know, to play with. having kids around is always helpful as well, right? Like when you just want to get weird (laughs) and you're just going to say, we're going to have a conversation without words and I'm just going to go boop and then see what (laughs) they do. You know, like that can be fun too. Just going back and forth with nonsense syllables and seeing what musically or just creatively in other ways might emerge from those experiences.
3: I like to play with rhythm Mm. and I do that too. So I have two cats. And I, when I get ready to feed them, I say they're my hungry babies. So I go, I'm going to feed the hungry babies, going to feed the hungry, just playing with r- rhythm. And I mm-hmm. play with pitch, mm-hmm. you know, it's just nonsense songs. And it's just like, I'll say it over and over for like a minute until I get tired of myself. But, <laughs> but it could be anything. Just a, just take a little piece of a word and, or half a sentence and play with rhythm and play with pitch next and see what happens. You know, just allow yourself those spontaneous moments, mm. you know? Yeah.
0: If there's anything that you'd like take from here, just allowing yourself spontaneous moments yeah. is a, is a good, is a good takeaway.
3: And I just said, even thinking like, like even how we do this podcast, like like when we have guests, we will, you know, invite someone who has a particular area of, of focus. So maybe they're an art therapist or maybe they're a social worker or whatever. And yes, we can talk about their most recent work or yes, we can talk about, um, their new project or something and maybe we start there but then it always morphs into something else and Mm -hmm. so like just being present in the moment can be so wonderful Mm -hmm. you can discover so many things yeah yeah and I'm
0: excited to see what like comes of You know, when we do sit down and like edit all of this, being able to share, I don't think we've had an episode where we shared a grounding experience like this before, you know, being able to have that, being able to guide people through movement the way that we did. I don't think we have an episode where we've done that exactly brianna davis we had a dance movement therapist that yes, we worked yes, with in season yes. three where she did sort of a similar thing but she had a starting with like was it top of your head to so. the bottom of your feet yeah um so we've had some guided movement but yeah i'm just excited to see what else comes of continuing to process this time for us and for y'all continuing to process this time together if you're able to connect with us on social media or anything just to like Tell us how this was for you, you know, send us an email. All of those things, I think, are so. And for me,
2: one, something I think is a takeaway from this that could potentially be useful in our practice and, and work lives. I see it in two ways. One, for those of us still in direct patient care, especially working with kids and adolescents, it's possible that we could take some of the things from here to help kind of make them more at ease in the session or you know get their mind off stuff yeah. and get them loose from moving and dancing before we get into some of those hard questions and hard conversations you know that we have to have with them and the other way that i'm thinking i could possibly use it in the type of work that i do is that i'm not so much in direct patient care at the moment but i do tend to be in a lot of meetings yeah, yeah. <laughs> and some of this could be a way that I can help the other participants in the meeting sort of get grounded or relax or come prepared to focus on whatever the topic is that we need to discuss today. So yeah. was just trying to figure out, you know, ways that we can take some of what we've learned today to yeah. apply in our practice.
0: Thank you for that.
3: Awesome. And, mm-hmm. and if anybody else wishes to share what they see as a takeaway for their practice, please, please We'd love yeah. to hear. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, not for my practice, but I'm all about self-compassion right yes. now yeah. and taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I take care of myself, then I take care of my practice. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think coming out of COVID, that has been my focus of how do I recenter myself? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. you know, I'll yeah. use some of this to even the five minutes a day to dance. What a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I think being mindful. And so often I I go through my life. I don't think about what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. but even when you ask me, am I cook? And it's like, no, I cook because I'm not mindful when I'm cooking. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) I am just performing a task. And so what difference would it be if I was actually mindful of what I was doing and thinking about the creative, creativity in the process rather than just performing a task so
0: yes book resource for you finding yourself in the kitchen great book and it's got lots of like little like mindfulness prompts for when you are cooking it changed my relationship with my kitchen for sure
5: yeah yeah thank you yeah really just taking this all in um checking in with the body or just like how responding yeah i just feel really like warm and happy and excited to possibly incorporate uh, incorporate some of these things into like my daily life like the 5 minute dance break mm-hmm. and things like that um and though i'm still in the trainee position and i know a lot of like my schedule is decided for me mm-hmm. this makes me look forward to when i am in my own practice or whatever form that takes. um, Once done with training, how to incorporate things like this into it so it doesn't get so mundane or stagnant. Yeah. 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 I think um, your earlier definition of creativity was really helpful for me. I've never considered myself to be a person that was creative. So I think thinking about it in that context of like, I started cooking more and I really enjoyed it. And I think it's because I'm like cooking different cuisines and Mm -hmm. But I've never thought of that as creativity. It's just been, oh, I just have a taste for this. So let me try this out. Um, And then I think to Dr. Webb's point about how I could maybe incorporate it in working with children, thinking because a lot of children say like they're not creative. And so thinking of ways to actually utilize like what you shared, whether it's I really also enjoyed the music that you played during the grounding. Mm -hmm. I go to sleep every night, usually to rain sounds. And Mm -hmm. so I have not thought about using that sound. In any other portion of my day except for going to sleep yeah. but I really appreciated it because it, it automatically like cleared my mind yeah. when we started grounding and so appreciating how sounds can kind of jog your memory about other things yeah. so thank you That's
0: great. Thank, thank you, you. Yeah. yeah and you know if I can add a piece too to what you were saying and what what solo you were saying earlier too the cultural relevance of bringing in you know music to help a kid, you know, settle before you have a difficult conversation or something like that, you're more likely to get, you know, data tells us that you're more likely to get a, an effective response from them. You're more likely for them to feel more grounded and connected to what you're doing when they feel like you've engaged them in a culturally relevant way, mm-hmm. you know, and this is that Mm -hmm. (laughs) because the music that you choose is going to be music for yourself is going to be music that's culturally relevant to you the music that you might choose if you're working with black and brown kids is going to be culturally relevant to them too Mm -hmm. you know that that's it's the implications go so deep
3: and i think it's a great way to when you when you think about incorporating this in your practice that as you pointed out earlier like as a practice of self-compassion, you take care of yourself and you can take care of others. If you practice being spontaneous and creative, however you define that for yourself, if you practice that in your personal life, then you can bring it into your work in an authentic way. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, okay, well, tomorrow I'm going to go pl- 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 you know, pick this song that this kid like and have them move, but I'm just going to sit there and watch. <laughs> you right? Know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, no, join them in the movement, but for you to get to that point where you don't feel awkward moving with the kid. You've got to do it on your own. Get yourself moving at home. You know, maybe it's a five minute dance break. Maybe it's something else. But, you know, as you get more and more comfortable with your body being free in the space, then you can easily bring it into a conversation or inviting similar action from the the clients that you work with.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Dr. Webb and Dr. Thomas, thank you so much. Thank for you. joining us today at the ACAP-KCAP 2020 <laughs> Scientific <laughs> Assembly. And thank you, everyone, for joining us and participating in this session. Uh, this was definitely not usually the traditional type of ACAP session, but we really appreciate you coming and hanging with us the entire time and yes. yeah. reconnecting with ways to be creative. And um, hope you
4: enjoy the rest of your time in Toronto and safe travels back. Thank you. Thank
3: Thank you. you. Thank you, everybody.
4: Black Creative Healing is a platform dedicated to radical conversation, mindful collaboration, and holistic visioning centering Black communities.
0: Conversations and arts-based collaborations are facilitated by Natasha Thomas and Adnike Webb.
4: We wish to extend our thanks to the Black Music Therapy Network for their input and support with the creation and promotion of these episodes, as well as all our supporters on Anchor and Patreon, who help us pay for services for episode transcribing and tools for managing our social media.
0: Special thanks to this episode's collaborators, our guests at BCH Live, which was recorded at the 2022 ACAP-KCAP annual meeting. You can find links to past collaborations as well as current episodes, contact details, and other information by following us on social media. That's at Black Creative Healing on Facebook and Instagram, and at Black Creative HG on Twitter and Clubhouse for the most up-to-date information.
4: You can also find this on our website, blackcreativehealing.com.